Welcome to Because You Need to Know. I am Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Hi, my name is Anna Neves. I live in Portugal and I'm the founding partner and managing director of Noman. Together with my friends at Orange Trail, I just made available the second edition of the Social Collaboration Maturity Scan, because this is one of the areas that I'm really passionate about. In fact, I could talk with you for hours uh, around knowledge management and the use of social technologies to support communication, collaboration and knowledge sharing. What inspires me? Well, I'm inspired by people and I love to talk to people and listening to them, but really listening to them. That's fabulous thing to talk about there because uh, as you were saying, the conversations and people and listening, all I could hear was that makes room for learning. So if you're listening, you could be learning. Yes, exactly. Uh, learning. And if you're really listening, you also spot opportunities to ask more questions. Mm. So it's all always an opportunity to broaden our, your horizons. The world is getting so much more complex uh, that you really just need to admit that you're just a, a tiny speck <laughs> in the universe and you can only see uh, just a little bit around you. So you rely on others to, to, to see the, the broader view. So in this humbleness, and that's my word, right? So it sounds like you're saying you need to be a little humble in, in your perspective, right? Yes. How does how does it look for the scan? You're talking about a survey, right? So what's going on with the survey? Yes. So the survey is something that um, I started last year uh, with my partners at the Orange Trail. And the idea was really to create both an instrument for organizations to do with like a self-assessment. So they see where they are in terms of the, the maturity scan, uh, sorry, the maturity model three levels of maturity. So organizations do the survey and they can get an immediate response on how they are uh, in terms of that uh, scale of maturity. And then um, Ma we also Maturity get, in respect to knowledge management? In terms of, sorry, I should have been clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so clear That's, to me. Come, come on. on, everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, actually, it, it does cover knowledge management, obviously, but uh, it is a lot broader in terms of its maturity of how organizations are using their social collaboration platforms. So it covers how leaders are ah. using the platforms to improve their leadership style and to reach out to, to, to their staff members, because that's actually one of the mm. things that has been impacted the most mm -hmm. with these uh, pandemic situation. Teams are seem to be coping well now. They kind of been able to react and they're kind of found their ways of continue to collaborate. But staff are getting disengaged. So it's really important to see how leaders are embracing the, these tools um, to, to, to keep staff connected to the organization, to the values, to the behaviors. So the, the survey covers the, the leadership, also how employees are using it to their own benefit and teams and communities, support functions, internal comms and innovation. Mm. So those are the seven areas, the, the maturity scan. 
And uh, organizations can do the self-assessment. They get a set of personalized recommendations on the back of it. So mm. as soon as they press the submit, they can get to see some uh, personalized recommendations for each one of these seven areas. So let me just ask, um, what was yeah. some of the big uh, moments out of the first survey? What did you see? One of the things is actually around leaders. And it's uh, it was... Mm. I was going to say surprising. I wasn't surprised because in a way I kind of expected that, but it's it's still a bit surprising when you hear so much talk about digital transformation and yet when, and obviously transformation depends on leaders as well. And then you look at how leaders are using these platforms and it's just uh, appalling. And mind you, the first edition was before the pandemic. And that's one of the focus for this year is we introduced some questions that allows us to get a sense of how this uh, whole situation has impacted. Because in a way, we yeah. suspect that there will be a lot more leaders, for instance, using the platforms, a lot more teams using the platforms. But we also suspect that the level of usage is still very basic. Is leaders using the platforms to do some uh, team meetings and calls and doing these sort of very basic behaviors, transposing mm -hmm. the uh, offline into the online and not really embracing the platforms to explore new ways of working, um, which is a missed opportunity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Did you hear any feedback from your original survey takers you say that once the survey is completed, then they get a feedback of the results and some recommendations, yeah. right? I yes. mean, is there? Yes. So, did yeah. you hear anything from those respondents that took your action and said, "Hey, we need to do this"? Did you hear anything from those? We did hear uh, people get, getting back to us saying that both the survey, actually, that they got really inspired by the questions. Mm. We built the survey in a way that the questions themselves give you ideas of things you could or should be doing in your organization. Uh -huh. So we got feedback about the survey itself, and we already received feedback this year again for the usefulness of the questions and how excellent actually was the, the word used uh, the survey was. But also in terms of the report, we had some good feedback last year about the report, and actually one of the organizations even said we will use the report as a, a workbook to guide us through the next months. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really good. What we did last year that we'll repeat this year is to aggregate and anonymize, obviously, all the data and create the global benchmark. So last year, we had 34 organizations from 13 different countries. Hopefully, this year, we'll get a lot more. Um, and we're also planning to do a special uh, report for nonprofits and humanitarian organizations. Uh, because they tend to be forgotten. And it's so fundamental that these type of organizations mm -hmm. receive all the help they can get, especially at a time like this. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, who do you want from organizations taking the survey? And how long does it take them to fill out the survey? And where do they go? Yes. Oh, that's good, great questions. So uh, who... We don't know who, we just know that needs to be someone or someones, and I can explain what I mean by that, <laughs> um, someone who has a good 
view of how the platform is used. So maybe it's the owner of the platform, if the organization has one, or if it's shared ownership. The best thing is to maybe sit down with those who are part of it. And the other piece of feedback we received, we had some organizations last year that organized internal workshops to go through the survey. Uh, And they used the survey as a prompt to rethink some of the things they've done. And the other thing that they also said is that by answering the survey together, they were able to identify some good practices from other areas of the organization as they were going through the survey. So someone with a good overview or some a, a group of people who right. can offer that um, overview. And whenever you're in that small dynamic group, also it gives you the view of perspectives, a, a personal biases yes. of the same yeah. thing, right? So you get you very well can start to see issues around that. How long would it take them to fill out the survey? So if you're doing it on your own, we think that between 20 and 25 minutes, that's the average okay. we've seen. It's not like a um, quick and easy um, survey. Okay. It's a complete one, but also that's uh, kind of, I guess, the price you pay because this is everything is free. So it's the price in a way you pay to get the personalized recommendations to be as meaningful and relevant as possible. Okay. If you're doing it as a group, we think that it's better to allocate around one to two hours mm. because this can really generate some discussion. So sure. yeah, as I say, it's in almost... Uh, like a a template, uh, a script that you can use to facilitate an internal reflection on these topics to to participate. And even if you want to get in um, to see the report from last year, uh, you can do maturityscan.orangetrail.com. Yeah, everything is there, both the report from last year and the links to participate in this year's edition. And the deadline, by the way, is the 14th of May. Friday the 14th. So they've got a short amount of time to get yes. there. So we'll we'll make sure we put the link in the uh, information in this podcast also for a clickable That's link. That's great, Edwin. That's lovely. So what's your prediction of what's going to come out of this? I suspect that in terms of numbers, in terms of percentage, we will get a lot more teams and leaders, uh, mostly and probably support functions as well, using the platforms but still at very basic levels, unfortunately, um, because that's what I see in the organizations I work directly with. Okay. And um, in terms of uh, internal communications, I suspect they are probably still being very reactive. So one of the things we ask is whether internal communications are using the platforms to either do um, communication when necessary or if they have like a plan that offers like continuity um, and encourages different behaviors and reinforces the message, the corporate message and the corporate values. I'm not sure if this time where like everyone was trying to survive (laughs) will have used the opportunity to start thinking in a different way. So I don't think there will be many changes there. And one thing we did do since last year was to change the innovation section because we thought it was very, the questions were very basic, not basic. The answer was just 
yes or no, and we were not getting enough shades of gray on that section. So we improved that. And I, I think it's uh, it's more interesting for those filling it in. And I'm expecting some uh, more detailed and more gradients of gray in there. <laughs> more, more depth and understanding, for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, so give me the uh, web address again. Maturityscan.orangetrail.com. Okay. To wrap things up, tell me what knowledge management is to you this year. <laughs> um, this year, I think the emphasis at least should be around sharing, making sure that um, the knowledge we have is shared and made available to those who need it. And there's lots of people in lots of different places needing the richness of the, the, the experience we have from like a science perspective and technology perspective. It's never been as true as this year. So I think it's not a definition of knowledge management, but there's where that's where I think uh, my focus would be for this year. Good luck with everything going on with the next survey. And I say we have you back so we can talk results. Yes, that would be lovely, Edwin. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Yes, you do. Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook. <laughs>